When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. Swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to talk about day number 13 of New York Jets training camp with our friend who covers the Jets for JetsXFactor.com, a website that he co-founded, Mr. Robbie Sabo. Robbie, a lot going on at training camp today, but first and foremost, apparently our friend Grant Hermans has a bit of a death wish. Uh, yeah, first Clemens and then Lawson. I mean, if, if there's two guys you'd pick to fight in a back alley to have your back, it's probably Lawson and Clemens. Yet Hermans goes after both these guys. I mean... That alone, what is this guy doing? You got to wonder what's wrong in his head. But, uh, you know, it's kind of a good thing, I guess. Lawson had fire in his eyes at that at that point. Uh, I was scared for him for a brief moment. You know, uh, I think the soul left Herman's body for a brief moment as well. I was saying to you before we started recording, it's almost like the guy who goes to prison and finds the two biggest, baddest guys in there and picks a fight to try and establish how tough he is right off the bat. Grant Herman certainly has done that with Clemens and Lawson. He got some reps today at left tackle because Chumadoga wasn't in there. Yeah, and fan at right tackle, which answers the question I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, Dwayne Brown, Douglas came over to the beat writers, let them know that uh, he's coming in tonight. I guess he had something holding him up. I think it was going to be earlier today, but he's arriving tonight. Fant moving to the right side, and you know Sal after practice pretty much said – his blessing, his versatility, his leadership is oftentimes a curse. Um, and he's got that right. But, uh, you know, the Jets can be thankful they have this guy to, to move over to the right side with no complaining. And away they go. Speaking of the offensive line, Max Mitchell in there at right tackle. And if you watch senior bowl practice, 
You saw Jermaine Johnson bull rush Max Mitchell to the ground. Today, Jermaine Johnson had similar success against Max Mitchell on one play using a spin move. Didn't bull rush him to the ground. It wasn't quite that much of a highlight. Also did very well on another would-be sack. We saw some really good action from Michael Clemens as well. He had seven pressures, by the way, on Friday night, Robbie. You go back and look at the tape. PFF had that stat. That is impressive. I know he wasn't playing against world beaters, but still to do that, he's done pretty well in camp. And then again, another would-be sack. So a nice day for Clemens, a nice day for Jermaine Johnson here. Yeah, Jermaine Johnson and Clemens, can you imagine if both of them hit? I mean, what a job in terms of the D-line and the draft. And I saw some plays. I'm going to dig into the film more, but I saw Blewett, Nania on Twitter, a couple plays they highlighted. Clemens was outstanding, and Tanzel Smart was outstanding in Friday's game. So a lot of the young D-linemen, and Tanzel Smart's been a guy they've really liked, you know, lingering on the practice squad. Uh, I think he started in uh, Los Angeles with the Rams, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, played a little bit with JFM. He's a guy they like, you know, and it's an uphill battle for him to make the roster. But you never know because when we watch the tape, when anyone goes back and watch that tape from Friday, he was outstanding. So Salah's got to love what he sees in terms of what the young kids did up front. Jabari Zuniga was really good on Friday, too. And he's been pretty good at camp so far. Pleasant surprise. I've mentioned this before. I'm not sure if he's going to make the team, but the way he's playing, at worst, he might be able to fetch the Jets a draft pick, which would be really yeah. nice considering the logjam they have at the position. But let's talk about offense now for a second, Robbie. We'll talk about the main story, and that's the fact that Zach Wilson was not in there. Robbie, the last time we talked, we weren't 100% sure what was going to happen with Zach Wilson injury-wise. We were waiting for results. Looks like it's going to be two to four weeks, so it's entirely possible he could be there week one, but if he isn't, it'll be Joe Flacco, who's looked good all summer and played really well again today. He completed something like eight or nine passes to end practice, really had the offense in a rhythm. His only real miscue was a miscommunication with Tyler Conklin that wound up being a Bryce Hall interception. So Joe Flacco continuing his momentum that he's been building all summer long. You'd ideally like to see Zach Wilson week number one, but... As Joe Flacco talked about after practice, and I'm sure you'll get into this when we talk about what was said in the press room, Flacco has the possibility of starting week number one if Wilson isn't ready against his old team, the Baltimore Ravens, which would be a bit of a revenge game. And even though you would prefer Wilson play, Flacco's given reason for hope that if Wilson can't go for a week or two, it might not be a huge disaster. Yeah, in the, in the uh, availability Flacco was a comedian today. He was, you know, hitting on why he, his teammates, I think one of the reporters said it, uh, some of his younger teammates thinks he's a, one of the funniest guys on the team because, and Flacco thinks it's because of a degenerational gap. He's 37. Uh, listen, he's a Super Bowl MVP. He's a Super Bowl champion. I know it was a long time ago, but that's nothing to sneeze at. And I'm about to get into blasphemous territory here, which, you know, no one likes to do or say, but it's not a question in terms of which quarterback has been best this summer. Flacco has been the best quarterback for the Jets. It's tough to say that out loud because he's been going against the twos, whereas Wilson has been going against the ones. But in terms of production, you know, go, moving through progressions, doing all the right things, looking confident, it's been Flacco. Uh, he hasn't had to face that first-team defense, but today against that first-team defense, only had a few incompletions. 
one pick, which was a miscommunication with Conklin down the left seam. Uh, Conklin started to, to make an in-breaking route or a curl at the 10-12 mark, 10-12 yard mark, and Flacco thought he was going seam, so Bryce Hall picked it off. Uh, but other than that, man, he looked confident, hit Elijah Moore a bunch of times, hit Garrett Wilson a bunch of times, one of which uh, it was the second one with Garrett Wilson catching it, and him and Shepard got into it a little bit. They were uh, jawing at each other and puffing chests, and uh, afterwards, Salah kind of you know applauded Shepard for the restraint and also kind of threw a dig at the offense, calling it a little cute that a receiver would challenge a D tackle like that. But uh, yeah, Flacco was good. And uh, I don't think Jets fans should worry the Jets organization at all because their quarterback situation is tremendous. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk a little bit more about the quarterback situation. We're going to get to the hero of Friday night, Chris Strebler, in a little bit. First, Mike White. You talked on Twitter, Robbie about how he had a really nice completion to Jeff Smith down the field. But you also talked about why in that completion and throughout the rest of practice, even though everybody likes Mike White because of what happened last year and he's become a fan favorite, you can see the shortcomings in his game that keep him from becoming a starting level quarterback. Dig in a little bit more on that for me, please. Yeah, Mike White, he's one of those, it's one of those strange situations, right? Because it's sort of like the Ryan Fitzpatrick treatment where either fans love him or hate him. And I feel like there's no in between and it makes sense based on his two full games, right? Cincy. And then what was it? Buffalo when he, when he got absolutely hammered. So you understand that I like Mike white more than the average fan, I think, but it's because of his mind. He's got a great QB mind. He does have a strong arm. It's just that the time it takes for him to decide where he's going and when that ball gets to the target is just too long of a time. It, like it, it's contrasts with Wilson's ridiculous, ridiculously quick release. And I think those are his shortcomings. Uh, today he hit Jeff Smith on a nice uh, route towards the sideline in the zone. So he usually makes the correct reads. It's just a matter of um, – speed and getting it there quickly in a league that is becoming quicker and plays are going much quicker and not lasting as longer. Let's get to the guy who's the third quarterback now, and that is Chris Strebler, who was the hero of Friday night's come from behind win against the Philadelphia Eagles. He played fantastic. Now, in fairness, he was playing against third stringers, so take that with a grain of salt. But you had to love the tenacity that he showed. He really was able to make a lot of good plays in the limited time that he got, including to Calvin Jackson Jr., that seems to be a connection that is really heating up because today in camp, Calvin Jackson Jr. made a really nice play on a Strebler pass, and Strebler is making the most of the fact that he's finally getting reps at training camp. In fact, after practice today, Robbie, you saw him staying and putting in extra work with a couple of the receivers. Talk about what you saw from Chris Strebler today. I don't know that he's necessarily going to make the team, but He's making a push for that practice squad. 
Yeah, what's interesting, a lot of fans won't realize this, but today was the first day he had an opportunity in teams. You know, prior to today, you know, you had Wilson, Flacco, and White taking all the reps in teams. It's extremely difficult to get four quarterbacks reps in teams or seven-on-sevens. You know, when when teams are seven-on-sevens are not going on, it's positionals, it's punt, it's individuals, it's position. It's all that stuff. So Streveler will do what he can on special teams, try to stand out that way with Boyer. Um, afterwards he was working with Rashard Davis and Denzel Mims casual, nothing official, you know, not even running routes, really just kind of backyard stuff, 15, 20 intermediate, uh, type throws in teams. He had a dandy of a throw to Denzel Mims. He was either a slot out or an intermediate dig where it got to the sideline. And the reason why it got to the sideline is because he anticipated, Mims becoming open and threw it with touch. And it was a veteran throw. It was nice. Mims came down with the, with the catch, toe tap. It was a beautiful job. So, you know, you root for a guy like this, especially when you see him working after practice. Uh, and don't get me wrong, other guys are working after practice too, using the jugs machine, which, by the way, I stay away from saying jugs on Twitter now. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Streveler is a kid you root for. He, he, uh, he has the right mindset, that's for sure. That's CFL Grey Cup champion Chris Strebler, ladies and gentlemen, in case anybody needed the reminder. Robbie, anything else happen at practice on the field that we haven't talked about yet but you think is worth mentioning? Uh, yeah, Garrett Wilson, he's coming. He's coming quickly. His routes are getting crisper. His confidence is getting there. And that's one thing with Wilson before he got hurt. I would have loved to see them – not worry so much about trying to play the chain game, you know, run, pass, run, or run, run, pass, and do what uh, Sirianni did with Hurts and just open up the first series with seven passes or, or whatever it was. Try to build that confidence. But I see that with Garrett Wilson. His confidence is coming. Uh, Rashad Wild Goose had a couple of nice plays today, one where he locked up Garrett Wilson in a one-on-one situation. Textbook, inside hip, hand-on hip, maintain contact in a legal way and then broke it up with the inside arm uh, along the sideline. It was a great play. Um, And that's pretty much what stood out. Nothing else. Joyner didn't practice, undisclosed. DJ Reed is still out. Uh, Obviously, we mentioned Fant on the right side now, so when Dwayne Brown comes in, he's going to play the left side. And uh, Mike White was okay, you know, not the greatest day. Um, Sauce was pretty non-existent, but that's good news because quarterbacks aren't testing him. And I, I can't wait to dig into the film more to see what he did on uh, Friday against Philly. Robbie, can we agree that Rashad Wild Goose is a first-team all-awesome name player? <laughs> yes, and for absolutely. that reason alone, I hope he makes this roster because I need to see some Wild Goose jerseys at MetLife Stadium. Absolutely. And on top of it, his first name is C-H-A-D instead of S-A. It's just it's classic all the way around. So the number 31, you got to love it as a cornerback. Uh, he's right there. I, I guarantee you the Jets aren't going to want to let him go. He's one of those guys really doing a lot. After practice, you alluded to this before, Robert Sala and Joe Flacco spoke. Both of them had some interesting things to say and had a few chuckle-worthy lines. Talk a little bit about what you heard there in the press room. Yeah, Sala, I alluded to it earlier, was uh, kind of – poking the offense and Garrett Wilson calling it cute that he, that, you know, Garrett Wilson, the rookie would puff his chest out to Nathan Shepard, big Nathan Shepard after a play. 
But he was yapping, and he deserved to be yapping because he came down with his second straight completion from Flacco. Um, and then and then Flacco himself, when asked about a possible revenge game in week one, it, his answer was refreshing. He didn't shy away from it. He admitted that it's something he's thought about. Obviously, he didn't attack it in any trash-talking Rex Ryan-type way. But, um, you know, he, he's admitted that it's something he's thought about, and uh, it would be interesting to see it happen, to be honest, because, you know, at age, what is he, 37 now? It would be a nice opportunity for him to show the NFL if he still has it. Robbie, I have to hand it to Joe Flacco. During the presser, he had what I think might be the line of the summer. He said, and I quote, I do not feel like an old person. (laughs) Yes, he did say that too. That was after the uh, comedy routine where uh, it was revealed he's been one of the funniest guys on the team. Um, He keeps calling it generational, but I don't know. He's, He's got that monotone dry delivery, it seems like. And I'm thinking there, sitting there while he's saying this, like, damn, I'm older than 37. You know, how should I feel right now? If I was in the league, I'd be considered ancient, you know, Larry David ancient. But, you know, it's that dream is over, unfortunately. Robbie, as we're recording this, Dwayne Brown is probably in the building at Florham Park. Talk a little bit more about what you learned about him coming in and how he's going to get worked into the rotation, because I would imagine they're going to start him off light, but they're going to get him reps fairly quickly to get him ready for that regular season. Yeah, I think they'll start him off light uh, on day one or two, but I think once the first couple of days pass, they're going to try to infuse him and they're going to try to infuse him right away. Uh, Fant, they already made that switch. And with the first rep of teams, we all saw it and go, okay, there's our answer. Um, I'm still waiting to hear what the guaranteed money is with that contract. That's one thing I'm really looking forward to see. I know it's two for 22, but what is that guaranteed money? Uh, That's going to be the determination in terms of it. We talked about it. It was something Joe Douglas had to do, but it can't truly be evaluated until we know what the guaranteed money is. Um, But yeah, I think by the end of this week, it'll be full go for Dwayne Brown. Robbie, I'm going to read this from Dr. Steven Stoller about Zach Wilson's injury. He texted me some information. Remember, Zach Wilson, as we said, two to four weeks. It's a torn meniscus and a bone bruise. Here's what he had to say. From direct impact, landing on his knee, that's how a bone bruise could happen in a non-contact injury. Can be treated with protection, with crutches and or brace. I would recommend injecting bioabsorbable cement immediate weight bearing and no pain as far as the torn meniscus goes only part of it has a blood supply that is repairable that would be season ending but if torn it can heal and then they will just remove the torn portion i had it done last year and was playing polo in two weeks i asked him so you think there's a legit chance wilson plays week one he said if they don't repair the meniscus yes He then told me today, Wilson is having his surgery done by Dr. Neil L. Atrache, and apologies to the doctor if I got that pronunciation wrong. I did the best I could. That doctor is in LA. According to Dr. Stoller, he is excellent, and he's very confident in his ability to get Zach Wilson back to where he needs to be. So, Robbie, good news there from Dr. Stoller. He thinks there's a legitimate chance Wilson could be ready by week one. I mean, I got to be honest, the, that all that uh, medicine stuff, I feel like, you know, that terminology, I feel like 
you know, a wrestling fan trying to listen to what Hacksaw Jim Duggan is saying to me. I just don't <laughs> biodegradable cement. What? What was that? <laughs> the important part is beyond all the medical terminology that Dr. Stoller believes that Wilson is in great hands and that he very yeah. well could be ready week one. And as we said, Robbie, even if he's not the Jets, it appears will be in good hands with Joe Flacco week one and the fact that he does indeed hold a grudge against his old team and that it would be fun for him to do battle with John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens. Robbie Sabo, co-founder, Jets X Factor, thanks so much for coming on and breaking down day number 13 of New York Jets training camp with me. Really appreciate it. For those that aren't members over at JetsXFactor.com, they're not paid subscribers, You guys have a ton of great content over there. My friend Joe Blewett does 64-hour film reviews. All right, maybe not 64 hours, but it's something close to 64 hours, Robbie. Anything you want to know about a guy on film, Joe will break it down for you. That's available at Jets X Factor. How can people subscribe, and what are they going to get at Jets X Factor in addition to the 64-hour Joe Blewett film reviews? Yeah, JetsXFactor.com. Uh, the 64-hour Joe Blewett <laughs> film reviews. I believe the uh, Friday's film is coming on Monday by the time this podcast gets released or JetX Mobile on the App Store and, and Google Play. And uh, if you subscribe, you could also get a, a free 8x10 Wayne Corbett autographed signed picture. Uh, although, full disclosure, he's got to send me more. Uh, that, uh, that dude's been slacking a little bit, I must admit. He admitted on the podcast the other day. Um, but yeah, check it out. Good stuff happening. I'm disappointed in Wayne. 10 years of getting punished like nobody's business, getting hammered constantly over the middle. And when it comes to something as simple as providing autographed photos, he drops the ball. Come on, Wayne. Hey, I know. I hear you. But hey, he's got kids, so he's got that excuse. You know, there's no way to there's no way to uh, battle that one. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. Wayne Corbett. One of my favorites, just as he's one of the favorites of everybody who roots for the New York Jets. So as Robbie said, that's a great incentive. Sign up right now for Jets X Factor. Get yourself a Wayne Corbett 8x10 autograph photo. Also, check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has got some great All-22 film reviews, including reviews of every member of the Jets 2022 draft class and the two high-profile new members of the team, Quan Alexander and Dwayne Brown. So go and watch our videos. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. It's youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And... Be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.